Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Well, when I sit down and talk to my sports broadcasting class, that once-a-week thing I do, there will be certain individuals I hold up as examples for them. Most recently, I held up the example to them of Kate Scott, which meant a lot to several students in my class. She is the new television play-by-play voice of the Philadelphia 76ers that I had the privilege of talking with and meeting a couple of weeks ago in Kinnick Stadium. Kate, welcome. Great to have you with us. Steve, it is great to chat. And thanks again for, for saying hi a couple of weeks ago. I feel like we're older friends now at this point. <laughs> exactly right. It was, great to, <laughs> it was great to talk with you as well. Uh, I want to start with this, and I talked about this. It was actually with my class. The preparation that you do, how much time are you spending to make sure, especially when it will be new teams that you are seeing, in that case in football, two teams you hadn't seen, the time that you put in to make sure that it seems seamless when sometimes it isn't? Uh, too much time. Can that be the, can that be the answer, Steve? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I agree. I, I'm still working on figuring out a way that I can actually prep less. So what I'm doing right now, starting tonight, obviously, having to start juggling um, the college football package that I'm doing with Mike Golick on Saturdays, in addition to the Sixers games that I'm going to be calling, it's good because it's forcing me to really streamline the prep that I need. Um, but but really, up to this point, it has been too much. Um, and I think that's for a number of reasons. The first is that the more prep I do, uh, the less I have to obviously look down at my boards, the more comfortable I feel just watching the game and calling the game, which is the number one priority of us as play-by-play announcers. Um, and then there's also the gender thing that comes into it for me. And a lot of that is self-inflicted. I've just always tried to prep harder and smarter than the guys who are doing this because for the most part, they got hundreds more reps than I did because they knew they could do this in college and I had not a clue that this might be a possibility for a career for me back then. Um, so I just take a lot of a lot of um, pride in the prep I do um, but, but trying to do a little bit less uh, over these last few weeks to see, you know, just, just how much I need to be able to be great. Well, it's interesting about that is that I've, to- I've told them and I, and I will see how you feel about this. You probably end up using one to three percent of it, but the one to three percent changes every game. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's really fair. But the, but the great part about, um, especially now starting this journey with the Sixers is, and you know this, doing Penn State, it's okay if you only use one to three percent because you're going to get to see them again the next week. Exactly. So that was one of the hardest things for me to learn right when I was starting out because you do all this prep, hours and hours, and you you want to get it in because there's so many great stories, but then you listen back to the broadcast and you just think, man, I was forcing so much that didn't fit whatsoever. Um, so that's one of the multitude of reasons I'm so excited about this new gig in Philly is that I, I don't have to force anything because hopefully uh, as long as I don't suck, I'll be here for a long time. <laughs> You'll be there for a long time. Take, take that's, my word. That's always the goal, right, Steve? Try <laughs> that's not always, well, that's why I kid everybody. They'll say, how long have you been doing this? Well, this will be my 40th season for basketball. They say, really? I said, yeah, they just couldn't find anybody else. All right, so. <laughs> uh, so far met, from the truth, but I love, so, I love that mentality, and that's what I'm going to stick with, too. Right, we'll stick with that. But I want to, it's interesting, you did bring up the gender part of it. Yeah. And, and and that it's been a motivator for you. 
Yeah. Have you have you had to, and I I can't speak only you can speak to this. Have you had to overcome the ignorance of those who aren't in our business cuz I you know as someone in the business I know how good you are. But Thank someone you. who's not that doesn't get it. Have you had to overcome that? And only you can answer that. Yeah, um from time to time. Um you know, especially early in my career when all of a sudden I was this female voice on the Giants and 40, 49ers and Warriors flagship radio station out in San Francisco uh, in 2011. And even in a you know progressive spot like that, I was the first full-time woman ever on sports radio. And it was, it was an interesting first six months um, just because I think as a society we have that stereotype. Well, he's a dude, so he must know sports, and she's a chick, so she's got to prove it to me, right? We all, we all know this, and I have no idea why that exists. It's getting better and better each year that passes, but yeah. that's, that's just the stereotype. So for the first six months there, it was really tough um, because I hadn't experienced that before. I just you know, kind of expected to be accepted because I wanted to be a part of the group, but that was so far from the case. So that was pretty difficult, and then there have been moments throughout my play-by-play career, in fact, <laughs> and, and they never stop uh, at the start of this football season with Golick. Uh, I'm in a booth in Houston. Uh, and that was our, our first game, Texas Tech at Houston at NRG, where the Texans play. And and a young kid walks in and says, hey, I'm, I'm here to talk to the play-by-play announcer about pronunciations. You know this, Steve. And I said, yeah, great. I'm Kate Scott. And he goes, okay, great. Well, uh, you're obviously not the play-by-play announcer. And, <laughs> and I, oh, I, I he, he used the word obviously, and I started laughing because I knew I was just going to just ruin his day. And I, I laughed, and I said, Unfortunately, and actually, I am. And this this young kid, probably eighteen or nineteen, just like white as a ghost. And, oh my gosh, I'm so. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, like he said sorry maybe fifty times in the span of twenty seconds. And I said it's okay. I understand. You're not used to seeing a woman call football. Probably on the first one you've ever met, and that's okay. Um, so things like that. Um, but but nothing you know, really vile or, or intense. And that's why I said what I did when I just, you know, retweeted the announcement all those weeks ago, because the women who maybe are only 10 or 15 years younger than me, and you know this, Steve, had to put up with some really awful stuff just to, like, get access to locker rooms and try yeah. to do their job. So the fact True. that I've had a few doubters along the way, you know, I've just taken it all in stride, because how lucky am I that I'm I'm getting to call sports for a living? Yeah, exactly. And uh, by the way, Mark Zumoff has been great with you. I mean, you know, oh, and of course, I, I've known bad. Mark for a while, you know. And look, you're replacing. You know, it's the question of replacing a legend, but <laughs> no you'll pressure. establish. It. Yeah, <laughs> other than that, it's all cool. <laughs> no big He's only deal. been here for 27 years. Also, he was born and raised in Philly. He went to Temple, but no pressure. Come on in, California uh, girl. Let's see that, how you can do. <laughs> on that, Kate, you got it. <laughs> uh, here you go. Take the baton. Hope it doesn't burn your hand off as you take it. But he's been great with you, hasn't he? I mean, because yeah, I know you've had a chance to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, you know, Steve, we've. I'm I'm so glad we actually got started to get to know each other over the phone a couple years ago. Because, like you, he he wants to pass on the knowledge that he's gained in this industry, and I hope to do the same one day. So he was updating his book, and he wanted to get some, you know, information from women who were getting into play by play. So he reached out. <laughs> I still remember I got the LinkedIn message from him, and I'm thinking, why the hell is Mark Zumoff reaching out to me? What <laughs> did I? I say or do something that I didn't realize. Like, why is why is the voice of the 76ers want anything to do with this chick out in California? 
yeah. of course, like like all of you know, he's the best human in the world. So we had a great yes. conversation. Yes. And then we stayed in touch. And so the fact that I am here now, uh, I know it is a huge task that I'm taking on, but I don't think I could be taking the baton from a, a, a more wonderful broadcaster and human who really, it's mm-hmm. never been about him. And I think that's why he was so good and so respected and loved for what he did. And and I hope to follow in those footsteps because I'm not doing this because I want it to be about me. I'm here because I love sports. And I think Philly is one of the greatest sports towns in the world, not just the nation. So why the heck wouldn't I want to jump at this opportunity and come here and, and see how things will go? And I know you're a great team player. And I think to do play-by-play, you do have to be a great team player. You know? And yeah. what is what does Ala Abdel Nabi mean to you? Oh, gosh. Again, I don't think – I've literally been pinching myself just to make sure I'm awake and this is real every day, Steve, because, again, couldn't have landed in a better spot with a better partner because yeah. getting back to what I was saying earlier about being a woman, you know, I could have come in and had a guy who maybe had preconceived notions about a woman, maybe loved Mark so much, didn't want to even give the next person, regardless of who or what they look like, a chance. Allah has been so welcoming from the moment the plane touched down on the Sunday night before media day, because as, as it started to come out in some of the interviews I've done, um, he wasn't even the guy I auditioned with, because he was under the weather, so I auditioned with Mark Jackson. Oh. Um, so Allah and I had never even met, and now here we go. I'm landing, and I'm your new partner, buddy. <laughs> Let's hope this works out. But he's been – we hit it off instantly, and like I tweeted out last week before – we called the, the game up in Toronto, the preseason opener. Even though it wasn't on TV, we just wanted to do a run-through. So we're just in the studio, called the first three quarters until I think the Sixers were down by like 35 points. And they said, okay, that's a wrap. We know Kate can do this. We'll see you all on Thursday night. <laughs> um, but before that game, calls me, hey, I'm headed into the city. What, what kind of hoagie do you want me to pick up? Brought me a pint of pasta salad for after the game because he knows I'm living out of a hotel right now. And then before the game uh, against Brooklyn last week, shows up with his beautiful girlfriend, Nicole, and they have this big bag and they said hey we brought you a present and i'm like what we've called one game together why are you bringing me gifts um and and it was this beautiful framed photo collage of some pictures from our first night um and he said i'm sure your debut at the center was a blur and we just wanted you to have something to remember the night by and i think that friendship and kindness that we're just starting to build off the air at least it's felt like to me has already been evident on the air and I'm hoping to just continue that tonight and in the weeks and months and hopefully seasons and years to come because I'm having a blast getting to know him and he knows so much about this game so he's making my life easy uh, they uh, let's give the, the uh, Sixers credit as a team. They're Doc's great, team's fabulous. Yeah. Joel's great, the whole thing. But they handed you the Ben Simmons situation. Friends have been texting me from the West Coast. So what's what's going on in Philly? Nothing to talk about, right, Kate? I just said nothing to see here. Move along, friends. Nothing to see. <laughs> oh. uh, how interesting has that been to I don't know, navigate? How about that as a word? Yeah, well, and I think that's been the wonderful thing about this team. As you mentioned, Doc, the communications folks, everybody has been so wonderful and welcoming to me. Doc said, come to every practice you want. If you want to watch film with us, like, I just want to make this as easy as possible for you. And, you know, Steve, even at the high school level, coaches cut you out of practice and don't let you come. (laughs) So uh, to be gifted that access has meant so much to me. And... You know, I have been so impressed with the focus 
and the chemistry of these guys. And I'll tell you, I was at practice before Ben arrived. I was at practice since Ben arrived. Nothing has changed other than the fact that Ben wasn't here, and, and now he was. The guys are so focused. They're, they really seem to be having so much fun together. You know, Joel signed the extension. He just appears ready to take it to another level this year. All the young guys, as Doc said at the start of training camp, are, are some of the hardest-working young guys that he has ever known. Um, and, and the veterans, and I don't think you can understate the importance of veterans and what they can mean to a team like this, but Danny Green and Andre Drummond and George Niang are, are, are seamlessly fitting into this team. And there's moments that I'll probably bring up during the broadcast tonight, but it just stood out to me the other day at practice because, you know, they're, they're running drills that aren't really going to tell me that much about the team. Just it's sure. effort and hustle and stuff. But uh, I'm looking on the baseline, and George has his arm around the youngster Isaiah Joe, and he's pointing out defensive rotations, and Isaiah is smiling and nodding. And then I look further down the baseline, and Andre is standing next to Matisse Steibel and doing the same thing, pointing stuff out, and you see Matisse listening and smiling and nodding. And I'm thinking to myself, who knows what's going to happen this year? But they have all the things you need to be really good in the NBA. They've got the superstar in Joel. They've got great guys around him in Tobias and Danny and Seth. They've got the good youngsters who want to learn. And then they've got the veterans who are only here for one reason, and that's to win a championship. They're, they're done putting up numbers and stats. They just are here to win and do whatever they can to pass on their wisdom and experience. So uh, that is a really roundabout way of answering your question, which is just not, not much has changed. They're focused. They, they know the goal, and that's to get back to the postseason and hopefully make it further than they have in a long time. See, and that's where I've been like you. I've been very fortunate. I, whether it was, it doesn't matter whether it was Joe Paterno, Bill O'Brien, James Franklin, or the seven different basketball coaches. Of, they've all, they, they've all, I've had, they've had fourteen coaches here. I've got now. now this will be the seventh one. Uh, they've all let me in. In other words, I've been able to go to practice, and the perspective yeah. you get changes everything because. Yeah. People don't really know how it works unless you're actually there. And even yeah. if it's a mundane drill, why they're, why they're doing it. And I think they're giving you every advantage to be successful. I do have to ask you, you learn from every experience. So what did you learn from your Tokyo experience? <laughs> uh, I learned that if I can call uh, Japan Czech Republic at 4 in the morning off an 18-inch monitor in Stanford, Connecticut, I can damn well do anything, Steve. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was wild. But it was. I mean, uh, I learned... I, I think confidence and, and that I can really do this and I belong is the biggest thing I'm going to take away from that because I was working with Fran Frischilla, who you know, just yes, one of the Fran, best analysts. Awesome. One of the best analysts around. Awesome. Uh, Phil Policino, who's the Warriors television producer, was our producer. Uh, David Freed, who is Mike Breen's statistician, was my mm -hmm. statistician. So I'm working with these pros and legends. And we would call a game at 1240 and get done it. 2.40, we'd roll over to the cafeteria and be eating quote-unquote breakfast at 3. And these are three guys who've been in the biz forever, and they just day in and day out said, Kate, you're doing great. You've got the chops, kid. You can do this. Um, so that, I think, is what I'm going to take away. And also, as you mentioned, so many experiences, right? Buzzer beaters. I mean, Luka Doncic started off the Olympics with a 
point performance in his debut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matisse Seibel in Australia winning bronze, their first ever major Olympic medal. Luis mm-hmm. Scola and, and Pau Gasol retiring. So simple things that are important as a broadcaster that you know, Steve, learning how long to be quiet, learning how excited to get on a on a big bucket. Um, to have all of those experiences in a really condensed window of two weeks in the middle of the night <laughs> with a lot of guys that I'm hopefully going to be seeing over the next few years. Like it was wild and crazy at the time. And I remember thinking, what the hell am I doing with my life? And am I going to make it through today? I'm so exhausted. Um, but I don't think now in retrospect, I could have gone through more of a, a kind of an NBA boot camp to get me ready for this season. Kate Scott is a perfect example of you always pick the best person. The Sixers pick the best person. Kate, You'll be great. I already told you that when we were in Iowa City, but it was so great to have you on. I hope this isn't the last time we have you on either. I hope it's not either, and that's up to me. So, like I said, Steve, great to chat with you a few weeks ago. I'll try not to suck tonight, and hopefully we can talk again soon. <laughs> in fact, on Saturday, that will be my goal, Kate. If you happen to be there listening go, to the Penn Steve. State football game, I'll try not to suck either. <laughs> there you go. And go Nittany Lions. Thanks for having me, Steve.